Hey, this is Caitlin King, and you're listening to Transform Media. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, my writing style, I consider myself a planster, which is kind of a combination of planner and panster. So a panster will just kind of sit down and write the story as it comes. A planner will stick in, to an outline. But I actually will write down things that come to mind first and then later go and put them in order. And so it's kind of a combination of the two. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing lately. Uh, uh, I work a lot on young adult stories. And so I have a couple of books that I've been working on, but the ones that I've had published are actually a children's Christmas story, which is called Carry Down a Christmas Wind. And then I just finished a devotion guide. And so uh, both of those were actually completely different processes than what I normally do with my young adult fiction stories. <laughs> I can imagine. They're a bit of a different genre. So. Yeah, that's been interesting as I flip-flop. Yeah. Who do you publish through, like, whenever you do publish, are you, are you independent or? I'm independent. So the first, um, the first one I did was through, um, actually a, an independent publisher, um, where you pay them to publish your book. And, um, I wasn't really happy with that process because every year I had to pay more money to keep it on shelves. Well, not even on shelves to just keep it in circulation. Mm -hmm. And so um, last year, my, uh, my church started their own publishing house. So I switched to publishing through them. So now both of my books will be available through the church's publishing house. That's really cool. And that's really cool that your church has a publishing house. <laughs> yeah, they just started it. So it's not, it's small, but um, yeah, that's, that was exciting that I was like, oh, good. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when it comes to, you said you do young adult fiction. Um, which, what are kind of those like plot lines, I guess, but how are they different from the other books that you've published so far? So, um, they're a lot deeper, I would think, because, uh, the, the children's Christmas story is just the Christmas story from the point of view of an angel watching all of it happening and stuff, but you had the already storyline that I just kind of followed. And then of course the devotion guide is just, you know, nonfiction stuff. So when it comes to the young adult stuff, it's very deep because you have to get into the minds of a teenage character so that your teenage readers can feel like they relate to them. Yeah. So they have to be truly honest characters. You can't have a perfect teenager, you know, like every adult would like their teenager to be perfect, but that's not realistic. You have to kind of get into the mindset of what a kid would actually be feeling and going through and how their relationship would be with God because I write Christian style and so then it's you know, how, how would they think of God? How was their relationship with them? Yeah, for sure. I think that's really cool the way that you like approach that. I've also haven't done very many like interviews with authors. So I think that's really cool to like kind of hear um, the kind of mindset behind it. Cause I, I love books, I love reading. So being able to hear like how they came about is really, really cool to me. Yeah, I've always loved reading. Uh, I always had a book in hand. So as soon as I was done with my work or whatever, you know, at school, I would set it down and bring out the book and, and everything. And so it wasn't until I was a teenager when um, I couldn't find books that were for Christian teens. They were either the sorcery and witchcraft type of books, or they were every American teenager is going through this. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and so... 
then I met a man at a Christian camp who said, well, I just thought that teen, you teens should have a book too. And so he had written one and I was like, I'm going to do that. And so that's kind of what inspired me to do that. And yeah, I just, just want materials to be there so that what I went through isn't what everyone in the future goes through. Yeah, I think that's awesome because I've definitely gone through that too. You know, when I was in high school, I was like, I want to read, but there's not much out there that I actually feel like reading. Like, I know I read a lot of Phillips when I was in high school. Oh, you froze. You froze there for a second. (laughs) You're good. (laughs) Oh, what was the author that you said you've heard? You you read? Michael Phillips. Okay, I'm not sure I've heard of him. He does a lot of, like, historical Christian fiction. Okay. Um, And so, like, that's really the only Christian author that I knew of whenever I was back in high school, so. Okay, yeah, I didn't know about Christian fiction at all when I was (laughs) in high school. Because I have a public school, and it's very small, and we did do camps and conferences and stuff with other churches, but the only materials were nonfiction. So I didn't know about any sort of Christian fiction until I went to college. And then some of my friends were like, oh, yeah, they have Christian romance. And I'm like, well, I like that now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I definitely was like, uh, yeah, okay. So I was interested in the Christian romance for a long time. And then after I got married, I'm like, okay, I had my happily ever after. (laughs) And so I kind of went back to wanting more of like the adventure stories that I wanted when I was a teenager. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it's cool that you've gone through, like, different phases of what you like to read and, like, what you like to write, too, for sure. Oh, yeah. I have um, I have a list of projects that are in mind. And uh, one is that I've been working on is a medieval fantasy, which I oh. absolutely love. Uh, but in, in the back of my mind, I also have five series that I keep going, I got to work on that one. I got to work on that one. So there's, I have several different types that I like to write because that's, what I like to read. I don't like to read just one style for forever. Yeah, <laughs> so. exactly. I would definitely be interested in reading those. Like I love medieval. I love, you know, spy thrillers. I love so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so that's kind of. Did I freeze again? No, nope, your audio <laughs> went off for a second. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was getting a phone call and I was like, wait, wait, don't. So you said you went to college. Where did you go to college and what was your degree in? I went to Golden State Baptist College in Santa Clara, California. Um, At the time, uh, the only degrees they really offered um, were, uh, there was only like three or four. And so I ended up getting an elementary education degree. And then as I approached the end of my um, senior year and I was student teaching, all the other student teachers were going, oh, I got a job here, and I'm going to go teach here, and I got a job here, and I'm going to go teach here, and they're like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, teaching never really was the goal. The goal was to be a writer, and so then I started talking to the staff, and they said, "Um, well, we could kind of do a thing for you for your master's degree, Mm -hmm. and so we created this custom program just for me for writing children's literature, so that was really cool. Wow. So, so my last year I got my master's in that. Yeah, that was, that was the nice part about going to such a small uh, college because at first it was kind of a downside that they didn't offer several different types of degrees. But then, you know, in the end, they were able to customize it to exactly what I needed. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. 
you said it was small. How small was it? Because I went to a small college for my first two years. Oh, like 400 people tops. Our school was yeah, it was, it was definitely, yeah, okay. But yeah, ours was, it was very small. <laughs> at least you have, you had like one-on-one -on -one like teaching like with the student, with the teachers for sure. That would be really nice. Oh yeah, I, I still speak to a lot of the teachers and I follow them on Instagram and stuff like that. And yeah, it was a very um, close environment. And stuff. So you made a lot of friends, and you made, you know you knew the teachers really well. Yeah, for sure. That's really cool. Um, so for each of your books, where do you drive your or derive your inspiration from? Like, obviously, you know, you said you're a Christian, and so you know it comes from that perspective. Um, but you know, when it comes to like a storyline, how do you kind of integrate them together? Um, it it kind of depends on which ones I'm dealing with. You know, the, the inspiration for the Christmas one came just from, it was my last year, that was, and I was like, I miss home and I miss seeing the nativity scene at my parents' house and I just started picturing it and so that's kind of where that whole story came from was just kind of remembering what it felt like to look down at the nativity scene, which is what the book's about is the angel flying over and looking down at it and stuff and so that came from that was the inspiration for that my young adult stuff um i always say it starts with the what if what if this happened and stuff and somehow the story just kind of takes off from there um but when i there are times when i have written something for a while i'm like this is a really cool adventure and i'm like wait a minute you have a message to give so is your message in here so i start going through and I try very hard not to sound preachy. You know, you don't want all of a sudden a section of the book to feel like it's a sermon if it's not actually, you know, a sermon that's in there. If it's a sermon in there, then that makes sense. <laughs> but if not, it's you don't want to preach at the author or at the reader. And so um, um, I just get it to where I'm like, okay, what is my character feeling? And how does this relate to how a Christian feels? Mm -hmm. And stuff. and that's just kind of where I, I, I get a lot of it from. I'm like, all right, how have I felt during these times? Um, one of the books that I've written and is now with my uh, editor, um, it ended up being very similar to a lot of things I went through as a Christian going to public school. And so a lot of the feelings the kid has about his, some of his friends don't really understand him because he's a Christian and, um, you know, how to witness to them without them getting upset. A lot of those feelings were brought in there. So, but I think if you focus on your, how you're feeling, it's going to come out in the stories anyway. Yeah, for sure. That's really cool. And I really like how you kind of bring that into, and I'm really excited to see more of your young adult ones and kind of like that because you know, like we were talking about earlier about, you know, not really having a lot of Christian fiction. You know, I've gone through a lot of the similar feelings like that. And so I think it's really cool to be able to read about that in a similar way. Mm -hmm. um, how long have you been an author? Did you write when you were younger before you went to college or? So it's kind of a funny story. I, 
I loved reading, like I told you. And then um, I was in junior high and there was a certain class that I didn't really like. <laughs> and so I would always kind of make a book in class. <laughs> and uh, one day I forgot the book. And so I was like, oh man. And so I started writing my own. And it was kind of similar to what uh, the stories I was reading at the time and what my friends were going through and stuff. And so I just kind of wrote in that class. And then I showed it to my mom later and she was like, wow, it's amazing. This is great. And then she showed it to my grandmother, who was an English teacher for like forever. And so she brings out the red pen and starts inking all over it. And so I... I thought I was just a bad writer. And so for the longest time, I'm like, I like to read, but I'm not good at writing. And it wasn't until I met the man at the camp where he had written a book for Christian teenagers that I was like, I, I can do this. So at that point, I just, I started, I started writing. Now that first book I wrote was terrible. <laughs> um, it was, it was so bad. I, I finished it. I sent it to someone. It was like, they're going to be so impressed. And uh, they were just kind of like, oh, yeah, keep up the good work. And that was about it. And I was like, what's wrong with this? And I went back and read it. And I'm like, this is the worst story I've ever read. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but other than that, you know, I, I think I started writing when I was 16. And then um, throughout college, I, I started working on some like blog type of stories and I, t I continued that. Um, my young adult stuff right now that is actually available to read is all on my blog because I wanted stuff to be available as soon as possible. So there is a lot of content on my blog that's young adult related. Awesome. That's great to know. I will definitely be checking that out for sure. <laughs> um, do you ever know the end of the story? before you start writing something or do you kind of develop it as it goes along a little of both um like the medieval um series that i'm working on is actually like when i first started writing it i was like this is going to be the start and this is going to be the end of seven books <laughs> so i was like okay i know where it's gonna end in seven books but i had to kind of figure out what the first book was going to be like and where it was going to end up the first book and so there's a little bit of both there's kind of um I know where I want to end up most of the time and stuff and then sometimes though I'll be writing and I'll go oh that's not the end of the story at all and so it'll kind of change sometimes so it just kind of depends some of them I know some of them I figure out as I go gotcha that's really really cool um sorry I'm looking through all my questions to see what I want to ask next <laughs> Um, how is it different writing the devotional that you wrote from writing like the books? Like, was it a different process? Like, obviously it was a different result, you know, but how was it different getting to that point? It was so different because I started this basically when COVID started. Um, you know, everything was shut down. Our church was trying to figure out the, um, the, the, Facebook live stuff. My husband was down at the church doing the uh, sound and video and all of that. And I'm sitting at home by myself. And I was just like, you know, it's more important than ever that we all have a personal walk with God because, you know, sometimes something like this can happen and you can't get to church and you need to be able to 
talk with God at all times. And if you haven't ever learned how to do that, you're not going to know what to do. And so I was like, all right, let's, well, what, what would be the process of this? And I kind of went back to some of my teaching groups at that time. It's like, how would I teach someone to do this? And so I started off really easy with the, um, the prompts in it because each, each day it's for a whole year, but each day has a passage that you read. And then there's either questions or it could be markings to mark in your Bible. And, and then after that, it's prayer prompts, you know, pray for this or that sort of thing. And it starts off really simple. And then throughout time, it starts to um, prompt you, you know, well, what do you think of this? How do you think of this passage? What is God saying to you? How do you feel? That sort of a thing. And it uh, grows and grows to, a, to when you're at the end of a year, you should be very much in practice uh, reading your Bible and praying every day. And you should be able to search for the, um, for the meanings of the text and, and all of that at the end. But yeah, I approached it, I think more like a teacher would approach a lesson than I do with my books where it's more of a journey. That's really cool. And, you know, I think it's, like you said, more important now than ever to be 100% in your relationship with God because it's such, it's like the most important thing in life. And so, you know, being connected with him and reading his word every day is so important. So I really like that you've written a devotional as well as the books. I think that's really cool for sure. Yeah. And say, so I, I know that I struggled my entire life to like, when I was really young, I would just read a storybook, you know, the Bible storybook. Mm -hmm. And then I went through a phase in my teenage years where I was like, I'm going to uh, figure out the genealogy by just reading the Bible straight through. I'll figure out the genealogy all by myself. And that I got so lost. In <laughs> but um I went to Bible college, you know, I've, I've been saved for many years and I still get to the end of every year and go, all right, how's my Bible reading going to be next year? You know, cause I just, you got to keep growing in the Lord. And so it's just like, all right, what, what am I going to do differently next year? And I know that if I'm struggling with that, so are some others, you know? Yeah. And you constantly want to be improving, you know, cause we're all human. So we all make mistakes and we constantly want to do whatever we can better to live like Jesus did. Exactly. All right. So I ask everyone that I interviewed this question. It's kind of just like a fun question, but what is your favorite movie? <laughs> uh, Ever After. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love uh, that movie. I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I can honestly say I haven't gotten that response back yet. So. <laughs> Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's a good one. All right, so one last question. How can my listeners pray for you? Oh, um, um, it, personally, I struggle with marketing my books and trying to figure out ways to tell people about my books. I'm much more comfortable just working on the writing. I get done, I'm like, how come nobody knows about these? <laughs> so just pray that I can, you know, network more, meet more people that, you know, are willing to help out like you are and and just get the the word out there i mean the most important thing about these books is that they're a resource for other christians and they're also a way that you could if you gave my christian book to your unsaved friend well then they may get saved through the process because in the back of all of my books i have my testimony and so that's that's a great way too 
to, to uh, witness to your unsaved friends. Yeah, for sure. I think that's that's so cool. And it's such an, a cool way to do it as well. You know, I'm always looking for different ways to share the gospel because, you know, you want to be able to spread God's love and everything, but you also don't want to, you know, push it in someone's face. You know, you want to be like loving and gracious about it. And so I think that's a really cool way to be able to do it. Oh, yeah, because a lot of people are guarded. You know, they're like, oh, I know what you're going to say to me. I know what you're going to do to me and stuff. And it's like, okay, maybe we just give you a gift, you know, <laughs> make yeah. it easy. On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Tropics decorated with lights, every magical moment.